Self-embraced living is about my life. It's about the fun. It's about the sadness. It's a place for me to share my experiences and gain more clarity in the choices that I make. Thank you for clicking on this episode. And I invite you to listen in with love. This is my Monday morning refresher, I would say. Not necessarily a reset. I don't want to reset anything. I just want to refresh myself in where I am currently. And this past weekend, wow, it just brought so much to my attention. And it brought my focus back to where it should be anyway. I was focused on things that have happened. I was focused on other people. I was focused on, you know, literally like what to do now. And God shared some things with me on this past weekend through other people and through situations of not really situations, but just like experiences over the weekend. There were good experiences. I had fun over the weekend, but it's just some things kind of shed some light on me and what God was really pushing my head to see. Have you ever been somewhere and your mom, when you were small, you were looking at something and she wanted you to focus on something else like in church or something and she would just turn your head? That's how God, I feel like God was just turning my head so that I could see what he wanted me to see at the at this time. And I shared something with someone and they were like, oh, that's very powerful. I, I said, um, this whole time I thought, you know, because I, the conversation was about letting things go or, you know, not really letting things go. Let me go back to it. Oh. <laughs> It's just like, what in the world? Okay, so the conversation was about, uh, yeah, letting things go that, you know, for purposes of getting to where you need to be or something like that. And so I was saying, I thought this entire time that God was talking to me about people or a person or things in this life and He's been talking to me. He's been instructing me and guiding me and turning my head towards finding true worship. Living a life of worship in him. And I was like, wow. And then the realization of my current situation and how to handle that. Although I was handling it or managing through it, there's a different way for me to manage through it. And so to just be directed to all of these things and to know that the the Sunday sermon was about, I'm okay, God, with your way or how, how you do your way. Like God's way, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. And so I'm realizing that whatever way God wants to do, how, whatever he's doing, I'm okay with it. I relinquish my hold on trying to figure out my own life 
because in in all honesty it's not mine to figure out it's already been planned out it's already been figured out it's just for me to enjoy this life so today i want to refresh that and know that it's all good it's all taken care of and my focus is exactly where it should be as long as i'm not looking on the outside and looking at circumstances and looking at people telling me no and and looking at people telling inviting me here to a place that i don't need to be or or telling me i don't need to be somewhere that i am like those things on the outside of me allow those things to go as they go because people really believe that they have control over certain situations that they have control over certain individuals or groups or you know whatever it is when it goes the way that God has it to go or you can step into the flow of God and I just choose right now to step into the flow of God even if I have not been in that flow I navigate myself to allow that flow to take me over because when I'm in my own I think my own way and we all know the scripture our ways are not our ways like we 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 don't unless we're aligned with the mind of God and then aligning with the mind of God is an everyday thing it's a, a, a everyday renewal the scripture tells us to renew our minds every day not just some days not just once a month do this so that you have what you need but the bible verse tells us to daily to daily be transformed to daily you know not to conform to this world or to society or to whatever is popular but to renew our minds every day if it don't say every day uh it's for my perception is a everyday thing or every moment thing and i and i want to take that opportunity to make sure i check in and say is this of you I want to be in alignment. And when I'm not in alignment, I am shown, hey, that wasn't an alignment, Angel. And I do what I need to do, whether that is going into, you know, forgiveness, creating boundaries, letting boundaries go. And like I said, our way is not, it's good, it's not God's way. So when you hear something from someone and you don't think it should be that way, you, you're not God. And when you do align with the mind of God, you have to understand that we, different people lead different lives because we were raised together or we were, came from the same family does not mean we're on the same path. I was talking this weekend about um, the hometown and, you know, just some other things. And one of my family members was talking about, you know, yes, this is home. They don't ever want to go because they don't like to be the new person. And I was like, this does not feel like home to me. This has never felt like home to me where I am. And I've been thinking about that a lot, especially over the last week, because I've been distinguishing attachment from connections and how a lot of attachments don't necessarily turn into connections and all connections aren't good connections and it's just it's like i say it's case by case it's case by case that's why we have to daily renew our minds or align our minds 
and align our will and align our our uh actions to those of righteousness and so i was saying you know it's never really felt like home i've always felt like uh since you here type of um but to to be here and to be able to still be how can i say to still be active and willing to be planted because i haven't been planted here (laughs) there's that's why there's no growth and so my refresher for today for this week is to just to just be here just to be present and not to be hasty but to understand that i can ask for the view of god's mercy i have been appointed to be a living sacrifice so I that's my duty is to present myself to him, to present myself to God, because that is living a life of worship. And at this moment, worship is my focus, worshiping him through my life, through how I live my life and how I think and how the, the how, how often I come into alignment with him, how often I submit to his way and submit to his will and submit to his words when my words don't seem to quite get what I need. God's words always come through. I love the fact that his word does not return to him void. So in prayer, I I pray his words. I, or I ask God, God, what do I say in this moment? Where do I where do I take my mind to in this moment? This morning, I literally woke up at three zero zero a.m. on the dot, and I didn't even think about it. Just immediately started praying, and I prayed for about seven minutes. I didn't pray long because I knew I was going back to sleep. I wasn't going to stay up, but I literally prayed for seven minutes on my knees because I remember when I got up, it was three o seven, and so. To know that I can submit and give that time. Because it's not just, oh, give him the, the, I give God every day of my life. There's not just a first part of what, in the Bible there's a first fruits. And of course he gets the first fruits. But God, you get all of me. In the prayer on Sunday with the service, we were instructed we went through an activity and the activity was close your eyes and ask God what he has for you to give. And when I closed my eyes, he shut all the chatter down from the outside and everything that I was about to say. And I was about to say what I can do. God was like, no, this is what you do. You, not the congregation, not the pastor. This is what you do. And I said, okay. Because one thing about me and one thing I've always been, I've always been giving. I will always give everything. And that's not always how God wants us to operate. 
in giving our everything. That's why it is good to cultivate or allow God to cultivate your relationship with him. Your relationship with God, your relationship with your master creator is going to trump any relationship you have with an organ with any organization, with any institution. And yes, I'm talking about churches. <laughs> with any minister, with anyone or anything, the relationship with God trumps all of it. The instructions he give you are for you. And if he says to follow the will of the organization, follow the will of the pastor, follow the will of whoever, then you do that. Then you do so. Then you do so. But it says seek first the kingdom of God. So that means you go to the kingdom first for kingdom advancement. You can't just think, oh, well, they said this is what I do to advance and then get mad when you don't advance. And it's like, well, I did everything the church told me to do. I did everything that the, the pastor read the scripture and I read the scripture and I did everything. But did you really get an understanding? Did you really utilize God's wisdom in what you're reading instead of just, you know, just reading it? How are you reading it? The word of God is to be studied. Not only read, it's to be studied and applied. But I'm not here to preach. This is my Monday, Monday morning refresher. And it's helping me to refresh myself here and share it with you all. Because I have a listening ear. I have a listening ear ear now and I'm appreciative for that I am appreciative for that so if I were to go off of a scripture for today in the Bible plan that we're doing this week the scripture that caught my attention it was in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and it's verse 12 And it says, therefore, let the one who thinks he stands firm, immune to temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care that he does not fall into sin, sin and condemnation. That's my refresher for today is to know that no matter how good or how right, I think I'm living my life. I have to be intentional about not falling into the traps of the enemy because they look nice. They smell good. You know, they're very enticing. But God wants me, has instructed me to live righteous. And so that has to be my focus. That has to be my goal is to live a righteous life instead of a good life. Or, or, or well, I think it's right. I might think it's right. And that's what the determination or discernment comes in to where I might think something is right. And God is like, nah, that's not for you. It may be right, but it's not for you. And I'm like, oh, now I'm understanding. Now the whole concept of right and wrong makes so much sense. Because to live a righteous life 
is to live a life following God or following Jesus. And in doing that, you have to take the instructions of Jesus and apply them, not just take them, but you have to apply them. And Jesus did not classify everyone the same way. God does not classify all of us the same way. God classifies us how or he appoints us in different areas. There are many appointed in every area. But our lives aren't even all that similar. The similarities come in where we're to worship him with a reverent attitude and to live righteous. That's where it comes in the same. We're all to live righteous and we're all to worship God with a reverent attitude. And for him to bring me to into living a life of worship is where I am to understand that all of those feelings and things that I've had over the past week, two weeks, they don't really matter. And to hear that is like, what? But I was hurt. And he was hurt us also. Okay, God, but he did this and you did that. Okay, but listen, no, this is what I'm saying. This is not supposed to be done correct as well as that was not supposed to be done. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. I'm getting it. So whether it's a him or her, the things that were done, were done. There's no going to reverse them. There's no going to, there's only for, for, in the lesson that I have, the forgiveness is for pa the past situations. Forgiveness is for past situations only. Forgiveness is not for today. Forgiveness is not for the future. Forgiveness is for past. And that's past is emphasized. Past situations, past offenses. Even if it was 15 minutes ago, it was a past offense. That's where forgiveness comes in. And it's not necessarily to say, for me, I forgive you and I'll let you do this again. That's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is saying, I'm not going to hold this against you. It's, it's, it's not My value does not have the capacity for holding a grudge or getting revenge. It's literally releasing it. Another, uh, and this was a personal activity. Another activity I went through some days ago was um, because I'm working through, but it was about loving others because forgiveness is an act of love. So I was told to close my eyes, grab hands with the person that I felt had hurt me and walk this person hand in hand, walk with this person up to Jesus to imagine Jesus standing there and imagine myself holding hands with the person that hurt me and walking over to Jesus and then placing their hand in the hand of Jesus and walking away then we were told then I was asked what happened next and I had this vision I don't want to share my vision right now. 
but I had this vision of what happened and I, I was surprised and I was shocked. But just imagine that feeling of doing that. You can try that activity for yourself. I mean, when I say it was, it was very helpful. Um, it, it, it taught me, it really, really got to me and it taught me a lesson about myself and where I failed in life for so many things. Because we say we love people, we say we love God, and we try to take control and not actually give it over to God for God to, to take care of. Because we're all God's children. We're all under the reign of Jesus. We were all covered with Jesus's action. Not my action. I didn't do anything to save anybody from a life of sin. So that activity really got to me. And it showed me that I can't grab control. I can't take control of these things in life. Even if I try, it will overwhelm me so bad. And I believe that's where, where some people become so stressed out. It's because they try to control and manage and micromanage, macromanage manage these situations and they just give out because it's not for us. It's not for us to do that. Walk your situation over to Jesus today. I encourage you and I suggest that you walk that situation over to Jesus. And whatever happens at that moment happens. But what happened at my moment really got me to this place of, I, you know, the, the way that I can sum it up is a place of quiet. <laughs> I like to talk and I talk a lot, but it's, I'm in a place of quiet where there's not much to say, Angel, there's, but there's more to observe. And so to observe and to feel and to, to, to be a witness of how God works. That's where I am, is witnessing quietly the work of God. Some people will go crazy in quiet. They can't take it. They can't stand it. I remember someone um, telling me, um, because I think I suggested to them to just spend some time to yourself. Just spend some time to yourself. They came back to me less than a week, less than, I want to say less than three days, and said, hey, I can't do it. I tried to do it. I was about to go crazy. They just could not sit with themselves. And I told them that spoke something, that spoke something loud. Because by you not being able to sit with yourself, God is always within you. So what is it? That you're so ashamed of that you feel like you can't let God know and God already know. They thought about that. They didn't have anything to say about it. They weren't upset or anything, but they just was just thinking about it like, wow. So, again, that's my refresher. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. No matter how think you how no matter how good you think you have it. No matter how prayed up you think you may be. No matter how many church services you go to in one day. 
there's a risk of falling. And we have to be mindful of that. And I believe the best way, I would not say to avoid it, but the best way to show that you're intentional is to live a life of worship. Is to turn to God at every opportunity. Every choice that you have to make is to know that God, this is yours and I want to witness your way. That's my new thought. I want to witness your way. God, I want to see your work in this. Before you go, visit selfembracelife.com where I have more programs that can help you along your own journey of self-embraced living. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay healing.